Welcome back to Spill the Podcast, Spicy Conversations with Guys, Gays, and Gals. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Guess who's back? The D. The D. <laughs> Your favorite D. Everybody's favorite D. Oh, yeah. Well, not everybody's, but this week it'll be <laughs> it'll be everyone's favorite D we'll be talking about uh, later today, too. But, um, yeah, I'm excited. You're one of my favorite Ds. No, I'm excited to be back. Yeah, you it's and been a Alana. while. It's been since May. Yeah, before May. Before May. You went on a little hiatus. Yeah. We both went on a little hiatus, but you in particular, you were gone for a really long time. I'm back and better than ever before. You look refreshed. And we both look tan. I mean, you are like <laughs> next level tan. Like you are one of my favorite Dylan stories earlier. earlier this, it was the beginning of the summer and like... If you live in San Diego, you know our winter has been literally the worst winter we've ever had. It was awful, cold and rainy and cloudy. And like we have the like May gray, June gloom thing, but like it was next level this year. It was, it was awful. Anyway, so we went into the summer like being really pale. Like our sun had, our skin had never seen the sun, like daylight. And so it was the first sunny day. I think all year, like it was the first beach day yeah, of the, the beach year. Was packed. Oh, beach was packed, sardines, body to body. And Dylan, I was like, did you bring sunscreen? And he was like, no, I don't, I don't need sunscreen. I'd like, I just tan. And I was like, like, I'll be good. I was like, oh, that's like lucky you. Like, I'm so <laughs> jealous. By the end of the, like the three hours that we were at the beach, you, I was like, Dill, we got to go. <laughs> like you are so red. You were going to be so burnt. And he was like, oh no, it'll turn to tan. So we ended up that night, I think you got a little, a little buzzy and you ended up oh, yeah. staying here and he wakes up <laughs> in the morning and he comes out of the bedroom and he's like, oh my God, oh my God. Like <laughs> the sheets on that bed, I am allergic to the detergent. Like my skin is so red. I have rashes everywhere. I was like, Dylan, that is the one girl in this house who uses a non-scented like like fabric softener and detergent because she is allergic. Like it's not the sheet. Couldn't be the sunburn. I was like, you were just fucking sunburned. He was red. You were red. I didn't want to admit it. No, I'm so, oh my God, this rash. I was like, I got a rash from sleeping in the sheets. What (laughs) detergent does she use? I'm like, she uses that free and like nonsense. The the free and clear. The free and clear. Because that's what I use. Because I really am allergic to detergent. So it was a nice one. I thought it was an easy blame. Oh my God. And it was so funny. I was I like, I'll just blame it on that. I didn't, want, I didn't want to admit that I was sunburned. Well, it, your your tan has finally come. Yeah. Like you look fire. You're, that you're was the first very, burn of the season. You're very, you got to get the first burn out of the way. Got to get the first burn out of the way. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you've been you've been traveling the world. It was here, there, and yeah. we're in between. I know, I know. Your travels were looked amazing. I mean, we did Yacht Week together. We went to Croatia together which was super fun. And then he stayed for a while and then you were just bounced around East coast, West coast, yeah. West coast is happy to have you back. I was in Maryland, New York, and then very exciting Minnesota. Traveling Dixie, <laughs> yeah. traveling Dixie. Well, summer has finally begun in San Diego. It is in full So spring. it is in full, yeah, full. I mean, it is full summer. Today it is hot as fuck. It's like 85 degrees here in PB. Which and it like, feels every degree of that. It does. Well, when I woke up this morning, it was like, I feel like the mornings have been feeling like cool and crisp, but I woke up this morning and went to, um, I went to Pilates early this morning and it was like seven and it was like, it was already 75 yeah, degrees outside. Right. 
Yeah, it was. I was like, it's going to be a scorcher. I know. I was up at 4.45 a.m. And I was like, oh, it's hard to get humid out. Oh, yeah? Why were you up at 4.45? Mary may not have gotten Taylor Swift tickets like in Amsterdam. Like, a literal problem. Like you have it's a, me. Like, Hi. I am the problem. You are the <laughs> You have a literal obsession. Like It's become my personality. Okay, here's... This concert has become, like, my entire personality. It really has. Like, and I, like, convinced anybody... And somebody anybody, needs to intervene. And I convince anybody I know. I'm like, do you want to go with me? Do you want to go? I know. People, sure enough, are like, yeah, let's go. I'll go. I mean, it's... <laughs> it is... Not only, like, have you been to... How many shows? Amsterdam will be Three. my fourth. Okay. But you... Well, really? You haven't yes. been to more than that? No, because I went to Arizona twice. And then LA third, and then oh, Amsterdam I thought you were, like, had a, I thought you had one in between then too. I wish. But not I tried. only that, you you have watched, you have almost watched every single night. I tune in. You tune in. I tune into the lives. That is okay. Here's my thing with Taylor Swift, and I am going to a show. I'm going to I one know. of her. Concerts. I was going to say the big reveal. I thought you were finally going to I'm, a show. So the big reveal, I. I'm going to one of the shows and I am excited. I know. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for, at, like to get your feedback from somebody who's never seen her before. And yeah. I think you're going to get behind her more than you think. I think you're going to become more of a Swifty than you are now. I, I think you're going to get what the hype is about and you're going to be like, okay, now I know I why. Hope, I hope so. <laughs> so do I. I. Honestly, I hope so because like. So then you don't think I'm crazy. I mean, I'll never well, not think you're crazy. Like you are next, you are next level. Well, That's I, the thing that I can't understand about the Swifties is the cult like behavior that comes. Like people are obsessed, like, like obsessed. That is the one thing that I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, it's just I this. I think it's just her, like the lyrics of her songs are just so like desperate, heartbroken, hopeless, romantic. And that's who I am. Well, I'm a very like hopeless, romantic, dramatic. So I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I love it. I'm just like, yes, scream it out, sing about everything. Like she every is, emotion. She is a very, very good lyricist. Like I will give her that. Like her songs, if you sit and actually read her lyrics, like she is a fantastic lyricist, but like, it's just, the cult behind her is just so confusing to me. And I guess just cause like, I don't know, like, yeah, it's just weird it's because crazy. she got really, really popular out of nowhere again. Cause before again, she, yeah, right? she was never this popular. She was never you know this popular. Was like about? five or six years ago, you got made fun of for being a fan of her. And now right. everybody and their mother wants to go see her. Again. Well, you know what I was thinking about was like, I, okay. So I feel like obviously, you know, she's like around our age. So, it was like our generation that grew up on Taylor Swift. And I like, I wasn't not a Swifty ever. Like I know a lot of her old stuff. And see, and I think that's what it is. I think by her doing all of these re-records and then being like full promotional cycles of like releasing an album and like putting all that old music out there, I think everyone's feeling nostalgic and they're like, oh wow, I do like her. I am a fan. Yeah. Oh, do you remember this song? So I really think by re-releasing all of her old songs and albums, I think that just kind of catapulted her back into the spotlight and it got people that are yeah. our age like, wow, I do like but this But not song. even just our age, it's the generations below us. Oh, yeah. So it's like all these young, young girls and like their moms who grew up on Taylor Swift are taking their daughters and their daughters are obsessed. And, and their sons. And yeah, and their sons, <laughs> their daughters and their sons. And they're like, I mean, they're just as equally obsessed with her because she's kind of this timeless, appropriate artist that like 
so many people can connect with and connect to. And just like relate to so her songs. So it's like, yeah. I mean, the fact that she's selling out these stadiums at 80,000 people, 90,000 people a night and like 10,000 people cities. like outside of the stadium who couldn't get in. Like it is mind blowing to me. And I'm like, I'm excited to be a part of it. And I'm also fucking terrified. Like I'm terrified. I'll show you the ropes. I know. Like I need a to-do list or like a manual on the, on the show. It's like one, two, three, let's go bitch. Like what? Like, okay. Chant this during this song. You do this. You yeah. hold your phones up and light and put the flashlights on at this song. Like it is so, it is, that is going to be the most wild part. Like when you're at a show, I mean, I've been to a million concerts in my life, right? But like an actual show like this, it's there are 80,000 people who are just screaming at the top of their long lungs, knowing every word to every song, every like, you know, dance move or little saying or whatever. She like, it is crazy to me. You're going to have fun. You're going to really, it'll be, a. am sure it'll be a blast. I have no doubt that I'm a good time. I'm excited to experience it because I feel like it's a once in a lifetime like experience, but woo. Yeah. will Stay she tuned. be a Swifty yeah. or will she not? I don't know. Give TBD. it a month. We will find out. I have been listening to her. I hate going to a concert and, and not, not knowing, knowing the songs. <clears throat> Like, I sent you the playlist. I know. And I know a lot of her songs. Like, I know a lot of them. It's, like, more of, like, the newer stuff that I just, like, don't really know. Because I'm not, you know, a swift hey. A swift hey. Not yet. No, not fully. Not yet. But anyway, I'm excited. Um, more importantly, I'm excited that we got Botox yesterday because I was starting to look like a Sharpay. Oh, my God. I needed it. So I couldn't, like, look. <laughs> at, I could, You just looked at me I was with the like, most frozen face. I needed it so bad. Not only for my looks, but my mental health. Uh, yeah. I mean, I shall show. It's, I'm telling you, there it's an is addiction. science. I don't know what the science is, but there is science behind Botox and like depression and then the like when you get it it actually increases your serotonin levels i i, I swear yeah. i mean hey I, <laughs> I swear i don't doubt it because i, got I feel it. fucking great i got it yesterday and i walked in and i was feeling a little like womp womp and i walked out of there with a pep in my step yeah like i swear to god and 50 units later i'm 50 you know who knew it only took 50 units like to, dorothy uh, and wizard, wizard of oz just. i know just hopping around but um but I'm actually like also terrified. It's it's a it's a mix of um, like a serotonin boost and also a boost of anxiety because I'm fucking terrified that my face is gonna drop. I don't think. It, I mean, okay, I've never knock on wood. <laughs> I've never had you right. Knock on wood. <laughs> I've never had an eyebrow an eyebrow drop. Okay, does so it, I have. Does it happen instantly or no? Because here's what happens. After it settles, Botox is it takes like up to 14 days for it to fully, fully kick in. So with Botox, like, you know, your muscle like starts to paralyze over time and you, you'll notice that like when it fully paralyzes, like I, you like, know, sometimes like move. if you have too much, you almost feel like a little heavy. Like sometimes yeah, like, you can feel very heavy. Tight and you can feel the weight. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, it'll, it happens that way. Yeah. And I've had, so I've only had really two, three people inject me in the 10, how long have I been Botox? like the 10 plus years that I've been getting Botox. I've only had three people inject me. So yesterday Dylan had his, this like Botox party and he has these people 
They're doctors. My mom. They're doctors. They're doctors. They are. They are licensed doctors. It's not like some people I found on like fucking Craigslist. It feels like it. It fucking feels like it. My mom's gonna be like, Emily, what did you do? But I, um, they're from they're from Tijuana, so they like come. They have a practice in Tijuana, and they use like all their products aren't like American company products. It's like it's like Mexican Botox or like. You know, so it's, it's a lot cheaper. It's $7 a unit as opposed to 13 to $15 yeah, 13 a unit. To Sometimes I've seen some places 16 a unit. All right. Well, that's a fucking rip off in this economy. But I mean, yes, it was like significantly cheaper, but I'm still like, I'm really nervous. No, it'll be fine. Because this also. This is like my fourth time going to them. Because then I was thinking about it too. And it's like, I don't know. Like when I was seeing her use the product, it wasn't like Botox. So I'm like. I don't know, like with Botox and Dysport, there's different, like you dilute it differently and like inject the units differently. So I'm like, I don't know what it is. She said 40 units, but I don't know what that means. Like, like I okay. don't know. Yeah. Cause Shoot I was like, off. I was like, freeze me. Like, I don't like to move. I know you heard me. She was like, she recommended like 35. Then I was like, well, Same. I want, well, I want a lip flip. She's like, okay, 40. And then I was like, well, how about 50? She's like, Okay. Yeah. No, literally. I'm like, just freeze me while I'm here. Just, I literally I the same I thing. Do not want to move. She was like, yeah, how about 30? I was like, I literally usually get 60. Yeah. And I was like pretty worn off yesterday. So we'll see how that plays out, but I'm a little nervous. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> As I'm like looking your face up and down. I'm like, I get in well, my- Well, now you say it, one eyebrow is a little- Shut up, Dylan. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No. I literally- Nothing a little eyebrow gel can't fix. <laughs> no. Eyebrow gel can't fix that. I'll have to post the picture. I So I told you only three people have ever injected me in my life. My mom was- My mom's a nurse and she has worked in aesthetics for years. So she was the first one. Then one of my good friends who lives here, Kate Paper. She's on mine before. Yeah. Kate's great. Um, and then, um, and she moved. So she's like not here right now, temporarily. And then this other woman, and I'm not going to say who, but one of the three dropped my eyelid. And it was by accident. Yeah. It could happen to anybody. Yeah, yeah. It could happen to anybody. But she injected like a little too close, like she was doing my crow's feet. And ejected a little too close to my eyelid. Like, and my eyelid was like this. Like one of my eyelids. You're was like a Barbie low. doll. Like literally like, yeah, but or like, like a Furby. Yeah. <laughs> but like circuiting out. Like, like my eyes just like, uh, yeah. She's short circuiting. Somebody yeah, get her. Seriously. <laughs> like I needed a new fucking battery. Somebody give her a puff bar and a diet coke. <laughs> Quick. Reviver. Like, <laughs> oh my god, the simple things. Well, I'm so fucking basic. Um, but no, so I there's nothing you can do about that. Like you literally just have to wait it you out. Like write it out you have to wait it out for until it to dissolve it, on its own. Seriously. And at that time, I worked in software and I worked in an office full of men. And I walked in and I was like. These guys aren't going to say anything because they're not going to like know what to say. They're going to feel awkward. Gonna, they're going to feel look awkward at me commenting like, on oh it. Oh my God. So later, like once I finally, I like told them, I was like, I know, I like, I know, I know. We're just going to have to get past this and please be nice. Thank just look you. past it, please. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we'll see how it turns out. Um, But this is an exciting week. 
It's pride. It's pride. I mean, it's been pride month since June. June is pride month. But the San Diego gays, we but just get a little we, extra loving. The San Diego gays are a little extra. Yeah. Our pride <laughs> month gets extended. Yeah. To the middle is it of always? July. Always. Yeah. Well, I think just because we have um, like Los Angeles pride, West Hollywood pride, San Francisco pride all in June. So yeah. they don't really want to compete with that yeah i mean that makes sense so it's like just easier to have it after all those and then yeah that makes sense because they all come down for it how long has pride like parades and everything been going on because i feel like in the past just five to eight years i feel like they've been like blown up yeah well they've always like always gone on like like now like like i went to my first pride when i was like I think like 17. Really? Yeah. Like I was young when I went yeah. to my first pride. I mean, they've been going on. I think now they're just more mainstream just because of like Instagram. You just see them a lot more just because of like social you know media, what I think, Instagram, like, TikTok. You know what I think made them, not made them what they are, but I think Vanderpump rules. Oh God. Those I'm episodes were always so fun. They were the best episodes. Like Lisa Vanderpump and like, you know, when she had pump, you know, pump shutting down. Yeah. Well, their rent was so expensive on that corner. Is that why it's shutting yeah. down? Um, but I just like all of those episodes. I feel like they just made you want to go there. Made and, you like, want to go party and yeah. have fun. Yeah. But um, but no, this is actually my first Pride Parade. Yeah. Pride, like you're in which for is a treat. Cra- which is kind of crazy. I know that is. Isn't that crazy? I don't know why. I don't just. I don't think I've. Since I lived here, COVID happened for three years. The last uh, last year, I didn't go because I just gotten back from Europe. Oh yeah, that's right. Because um, I think we were like leaving as you were coming home. Like, yeah, I think you had just gotten. I in. literally had just gotten in, like flown in, and then years before, I just moved. I don't know. I, don't, I just like have never. I've never been, so I'm like super excited because Popping I'm obviously bought my pride cherry because I'm obviously like you know the biggest ally. Yeah, like, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's going to be hot, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm super excited. But anyway, today we wanted to talk about pride. We wanted to talk about just really celebrating, you know, the LGB. Well, what is it? What's the full LGBTQ? If I get this wrong, this is going to be really embarrassing. It's LGBTQ plus. Plus. I think. Yeah. And then like a whole. Yeah. But anyway, we're celebrating the entire community and like we just on this show want everyone to feel a sense of community and, and feel accepted and I just feel be who you are yeah love is love and just to love yourself and who you are and, and celebrate that so just really at the end of the day like that's what like pride is like obviously it's about like the drinking the partying that's what pride is now but it, like at its core like you really are just people are always like why is there a pride why do you feel the need to have like a pride month why do you gays get to do this i'm like yeah well because unless you've had to like fight for your rights and like have the have your right to get married taken mm-hmm. away or just like even like w- in the workplace like just yeah basic rights that we are celebrating that we get to have yeah in this day and age i mean now we're kind of reversing but that's another story but in general you're just celebrating the fact that you can be who you want to be freely and have the same rights as a straight mm-hmm. person and as yeah. anybody else and right. just be treated as an equal right like loving who you love shouldn't be it shouldn't be an issue it shouldn't be a problem no Absolutely. I completely agree. And I think, I think even as, you know, being straight, like to celebrate, 
humans having those equal rights in general. Like I think that's it. Everyone should be celebrating. Yeah. It's, it's, you should be prideful to be a human where there is love is love and you can be who you are. Like yeah. just in general, it's, it's something that everyone should celebrate. So. And just supporting each other, whether you're gay, mm-hmm. straight, lesbian, bi, yeah. trans, like no matter what you are, yeah, just celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Be happy. Be happy that you are who you are. Right. Right. Well, I'm very excited to go. I have no idea what I'm wearing and I'm stressed out. <laughs> It's like the one time in my life I don't know what I'm wearing. Just pick one of your Taylor Swift outfits and like just go in your Taylor oh. Swift outfits. I'm sure you have something in your closet of Shein. Oh, it's going to be hot as balls. It's going to be hot. Hot, 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 hot. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm super excited. Um, but, you know, kind of moving away from that and, and talking about celebrating and I kind of want to talk about your journey a little bit. I think people have gotten to know you on this podcast and love you for who you are, but like we haven't really gone into your journey of, of coming out and, um, like when you knew you were gay and your story and really, I mean, you're like literally to know you is to love you. And I think (laughs) you've been through, you've been through a lot in your life and I think it's just shaped you who you are and your character and, I think, you know, even if one other person or young person could hear your story and like where you've come today, like I, I think it's, yeah, I mean, I've definitely came, came a very, very long way. And, and I think, and people always ask that like, Oh, like, when did you know you were gay? I kind of always knew, yeah, you know, like my earliest memories of childhood, I always was into arts and crafts. I always mm-hmm. wanted like coloring books. I always wanted to play with Barbies. I was always yeah. interested in like my mom's clothes. I always wanted to like go wherever my mom went. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to go run errands with her. Or, like, whereas my brothers were like, Oh, like we want to work in the garage with dad. We want to like play with wrestlers. We want to do this. We want to do yeah. that. And like, no, not for me. And then Britney Spears, honestly, is like what solidified me being gay. I mean, <laughs> If you'll let me, <laughs> I would love nothing more than to post your Britney Spears music video I mean, audition. that's iconic. It is the most iconic video you will ever see in your life. Like, it is the, it, like, ever, it makes me happy. Like, so happy. Yeah, we'll have to touch on that. We'll have to talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll get there, but. That's a funny one. But no, so I was probably like six when Baby One More Time came out by Britney. Yeah. And I just remember watching. God, were we that young? Yeah. Wow. 98. And I was yeah. born in 92. Yeah. And I just remember watching that music video and like where all the other boys were like, oh my God, that she's so hot. Like the yeah. sex symbol with the schoolgirl outfit. I was like, oh my God, she's just so like confident. And just like, mm-hmm. I was just like enamored by her in a different way that like all the other boys were. Yeah. So then I really became just like a huge fan of her. I was like always listening to her. I would like run home off the school bus and be like, oh my God, this, this. And like, I would get my parents like buy me her CDs. I had like Britney Spears folders at one point that I got made fun of for having in school. But I'm like, I don't care. I love Britney. Yeah. And then my parents took me to a Britney Spears concert when I was eight Mm -hmm. for the first time. And I was just like, oh my God, like I love this. And then from there on, it was just, I just kind of always knew. And I was lucky enough to be accepted like by my family like I never felt like I had to hide my interests or hobbies Mm -hmm. like I didn't have to hide the fact that I was like into playing with Barbies or I wanted to go to a Britney Spears concert my brothers were like oh let's go see like monster trucks or football games I'm like take me to a Britney concert like they were like okay let's go always Always. they never like made you try to pivot into like yeah 
always. I and mean, I remember that's, a, that's a, such a blessing. Yeah. I mean, you know? one time, and this is honestly kind of what made me like a strong person today. I vividly remember going to Target with my mom. She mm-hmm. was like, okay, like it's Valentine's Day. Go pick out Valentine's Day cards to give to the kids. Mm-hmm. And I was in second grade and I was just like, all right. So I like ran smoke behind my feet and target. (laughs) I knew exactly what I wanted. And I got the Britney Spears holographic. Oops. I did it again. (laughs) I love Valentine's day cards. And I like grabbed them off the shelf. Like I was like such a small victory. I'm like, yes, these are mine. Everybody's getting one. Yeah. I'm giving these out to the class. So then I like go find my mom in the store and she just like looks at them and she's like, Dylan, I'm going to be honest with you. I will buy these for you, but you're going to get made fun of. She said that. She to literally you. told me to my face. She, like, yeah. Second grade. She's like, I'll give these for you. You can buy these and give these out, but you were going to get made fun of. Just yeah. know that. Like, just know going into giving these. And I did. And I didn't care. I mean, the confidence in you. Do you feel like, like, where, where did that stem of confidence come from? Because even like when you're a kid, you know, I'm sure so many kids, especially nowadays, actually, I don't know, maybe nowadays it's, maybe nowadays it's different because there is more of a community, but like back then without the social media and like, you know, hearing other people's stories or what have you, I feel like being growing up, especially where we grew up. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a very very, small, like rural town. Right. So it's like, where did this confidence come from? I think it's fucking amazing. And a lot of people don't have that, but for you to just be like, I am who I am. And like, I like what I like. Fuck yeah. all of you. You're all getting a fucking Britney yeah, Spears. Yeah, like you're all getting a... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just got really, really, truly lucky by having a family that supported yeah. me being me. I yeah. mean, and they would, like, obviously, when I came out of the closet when I was 16, mm-hmm. they nobody was surprised. Right. They're like, oh, about time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, as the world turns, like, yeah. next topic, like, yeah. we all knew. So, I mean, it was just nice. And also the girlfriends I had were very supportive of me and like yeah. even all of their parents were supportive of me. Like they let me sleep over the house. Mm-hmm. Like I was thought I was like the coolest cause I got to sleep over girls houses yeah. <laughs> cause their parents knew that yeah. I was like, yeah. I remember There's one no t- hanky panky <laughs> right? that room. No, quite the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like giving each other like facials and like helping them paint their nails. Like, but I remember when I was in high school, my friend Emily, her mom, so funny and she had like a younger sister mm-hmm. and she was like mom why does um emily why is she have a boy sleepover and her mom's like that's her special friend <laughs> that's for your special friends oh my god well because then everybody's like siblings yeah. like oh why does she get to have a boy sleepover like yeah. we can't yeah and they were like don't like, worry I about a it special friend they were like don't worry about yeah. it <laughs> how was it with like the boys in school like growing up um, they all made fun of, like, I got made fun of pretty bad, but then yeah. like once I came out, they all I, just kind of left you alone. I, I mean, it gave him a reason to shut up. Like, wow, right. he really is guy. Like yeah. they were kind of stunned yeah. and like shocked, but like, wow, yeah. he really is, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I got made fun of a uh, thick skin. Yeah. My girlfriends were like, he's not gay. He's <laughs> not gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my And then, gosh. yeah. And then once I came out, I was fine. I mean, now like a large majority of my guy friends are straight. Yeah. I have more straight guy friends than I do gay guy friends. I mean, okay. I, so like probably three of my very best friends are, are gay. And I have quite a few like gay friends outside my best friends too. And I just, 
I like the, for the first time, I like never really thought about this because like most of my gay friends have a lot of straight friends. Like, that's just, I don't know why, like, you know, they're like, you know, my, our one friend here, he's yeah. like not in the community at all. Like he's very much like has all straight friends primarily, except me, except for you. <laughs> and he went on a date with a guy the other week and the guy was like, I, I hate straight people. And I like never even thought I was, he was like, I literally cannot date this person because I have so many like of my best friends are straight people. I think, you know, and I've ran into that issue a lot too, where a lot of gay guys, they do, I think they resent straight people for being so judgmental, for for being so judgmental. And I think it just has to, I mean, I can't speak for them, but my assumption is it stems from childhood and being made fun of and just like feeling so uncomfortable around straight people that like, they just want like want nothing to do with them because most likely a lot of gay people, it was very rare for me to have such a decent upbringing and such a positive experience. Like a lot of people are really suppressed and it's not, they don't have an easy time with it. You know, they're like, living this lie they're hiding themselves from who they really are for so long yeah so you want nothing to do with those people that are suppressing you and which is totally fair preventing you yeah from preventing you from being who you are right i just why would you want to be friends with those people or associate with that yeah i like i completely agree and it makes sense but it was the first time i like i was like wait i've never really considered i don't know like i've never I don't know. I just, yeah. it was, it was kind of like, wait, really? Like, oh my gosh. I was like, well, that ain't going to work. Yeah, you're like, That's not gonna <laughs> Sorry, work. I don't think he's the one. I just don't think he's the one. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing that you've had such a good support system and like you just exude confidence anyway. And I think, you know, having that support system gave you that like little bit of confidence to growing up and not everyone is that lucky. Like, what would you say to kids who maybe are going through that now that don't have that confidence or like, or are still, you know, kind of scared yeah. to be exactly who they are. I mean, it always gets better. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's like the one thing that kept me going, because there was times, my very dark times of like my teenage years, like middle school was the absolute like worst period of my life. And like for a while there, like I didn't think I was going to live or like I didn't mm-hmm. think it was possible to ever make it out of that or realize that it was just temporary, but yeah. it will always get better. And like one mm-hmm. day you can blow that popsicle stand of a small town that you live in and you never have to look back. Yeah. And like, and those people, those opinions, they mean nothing, but people think about you, their opinions are not valid. It's, it's really, I mean, it's hard to go through. It's an uphill battle. Yeah. Like, and to realize and like have the strength to go through it day in and day out. Like, in gym class, like I didn't feel comfortable, like changing in the locker room. Like I would give me so much anxiety having gym class when like, remember how you had like a or b days yeah like i remember like i would just get so much anxiety like on a b day and like oh my god knowing like i have to go in the gym locker room yeah. and like change and like i wasn't even out of the closet at that point so it's not even like i could have confided in anybody to tell yeah. them about what i was going through internally like oh my god like changing in the locker room was just like the worst thing ever i remember i would like make excuses like not have to not go to have school to go. on b days i would like go to the nurse during gym class like yeah. anything i could do to like get out of having to change in the locker room. Yeah. Were you the only one that came out in your town? Yeah. I was the first, like I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. It was and like there a, was nobody else in your, no. in your high school. And then when you went to college, did you have like, have you always primarily had more of like a straight group of friends or like when you moved to New York, did you like where? Well, I went to I've, immediately after high school, I moved to New York city. Cause I, 
could yeah. not be in that town a minute yeah. longer. I'm like, I got to get out of here. So, I mean, I think just living in New York City, it's such a melting pot yeah. where it was so accepted. You know, I finally was living around people that just accepted me for who I was right. and you know, in New York City, gay and straight, the lines. <laughs> well, New York City, you think about, yeah. you know, you think about all like the guys, sex, but you also yeah. think about sex in the city and you think about like, you know, Carrie's relationship and like all the, with her gays and yeah. like, it was a very, it made, I mean, that was the first show that I really watched and I was like, like, fuck yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like New York City was this, has always been ahead of its time and in a place where you can be whoever you want to be and be accepted and do whatever the fuck you want to do and no one yeah. cares about and you. And I think that's what really, like, even now, like at 30 years old, I think moving to New York City at 18 was very pivotal and who I am today and like really yeah. helped shape me. Cause I mean, you know, at 18, you're still a child, yeah. whether you want to admit it or not. No, 1000 18 year old me would be like, no, I'm an Straight adult. Or get, but, yeah. It doesn't matter. But now it's looking like, back yeah. 18, I was still a child and yeah. I was living in New York city that's a really, alone. That's yeah. A really I was living big, in New York city alone. And I, move. I had met like gay people for the first time. I had yeah. met people that, you know, were different races, different religions, mm -hmm. you know, trans people, you know, I was yeah. exposed to so many different cultures and just, different people yeah that it just opened my eyes and I was just I mean I've always been an accepting person but mm -hmm. like living there at 18 I was like wow like life yeah. is just so wild there's yeah. so many people out there yeah and there's so many different backgrounds when was your first ex like did you ever have an experience with a woman I did you did <laughs> I am not um a five-star gay <laughs> Which, let me preface it, a five-star gay is a gay that has not been with a woman. So you're like a four-star gay? Would that yeah. make you It was more stars? than once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> three stars. We're down to three stars. Maybe two, maybe one. Oh. I need to hear more about this. I need to hear more about this. Okay, so when did that, like, was, okay, just like I need to know. When did it happen? Was it when, before you came out? It was like a month before I came out. And I think subconsciously, I just... You just wanted to do I it? I just wanted to do it before I came out, just so I could like... Who did you do it with? I mean, you don't have to say names. I'm not going to say the name. You don't have to say the name, but like, was it like a friend or like she a She was random? a friend. Yeah. She was a friend and yeah. it was consensual. <laughs> That's <laughs> we, good. Yes, let's start That's with good. that. It was very, very much consensual. And I don't know. And she knew that I was gay. Yeah. I think she just kind of. She probably had, would just I like wanted to I think she kind of had fun with it. Yeah. I mean, she was like a very. Um, Do you guys still talk today? Like, are you still friends? Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think of the right word. Just a very like. Eclectic. Just eclectic, kind of sexual. Like, yeah. not, like a sexual in like a good way. Yeah. Like she just like exudes confidence like herself. Yeah. And yeah. So I don't know. We were drunk one night and. I'll touch you if you touch me. <laughs> and I even told her, I was like, I was like, you know, I'm gay. And she was like, I don't care. And I was like, oh. <laughs> was this the, so did you hook up with a girl before you ever hooked up with a man? No, I hooked up with the guy first. You did? Yeah. And then it was the girl. Yeah. And then it was that girl again. <laughs> and then her again? Another one. 
Another one. Okay, so you've had like a few, a few times. And then there was another one. Oh my God, Dylan. There's only three girls. Okay. Did you like? Yeah. Wow. I don't even remember. Like, it's just stupid young college stuff. Like, yeah. you know. Just, yeah. I mean, that's cool. It's like, whatever. It's, you've kind of experienced it all. I can say I don't like you, it. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No offense. But. No. Hey, I mean, that's that's totally fine. I wasn't expecting you to like it. I actually didn't even know that you had ever hooked up with a girl. Uh, yeah. It was fine. It was what? 15 years, 14 years ago now at this point. Yeah. When was your first like boyfriend or like when did you start like dating men when you went to New York? I had a boyfriend senior year of high school. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And he lived there. Yeah, he lived there. Um, but he was like, he lived in like two towns over. And oh, he came to my home. He came to my homecoming, but not with me because that would have been too much. Like, that would have just shaken up the. That would have just shaken up the high school. Uh, so yeah. I went with. Um, I had like two girl best friends, and yeah. I went with one of them, and then he went with my other girl best friend. Yeah, which was kind of cute. That's kind of fun. I mean, yeah. So there was that. And then I didn't really have a like serious boyfriend until probably college. Yeah. And then there was many. <laughs> and then it just snowballed. I mean, that's good. That could be a whole nother episode. <laughs> what just, dating's yeah. Dylan's dating diaries. Oh God. <laughs> oh God, Dylan's dating diaries. I don't know where I'd start. <clears throat> Man. I mean, I think we'd both have some, some interesting chapters in that book, but I feel like the best place for someone to like find themselves and start dating is New York city. Like, yeah, I just, just ran. Or I ran. Been, have you, were there like, this is what I imagine. Where there are like all these different like or like orgy parties and like weird like underground like gay clubs and like that's what I envisioned going for the first time and just being like, oh my God. I remember going to where was this? It was this was like a couple years ago. And I'm not gonna say his name, but my my other friend here and I, who you're friends with, we went up to a Duke DeMont show. And it was at the, um, it was at the shrine. And if you've never been to the shrine, there's. Oh, at like USC. Is that at USC? Yeah, I think it's right at USC, like downtown yeah. LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, there's a downstairs area and then there's like an upstairs like railing you can like oh go around. So I, the guy I was dating at the time was a total fucking like boring guy. And he was like, I'm going to be upstairs. And he was like scared of COVID at the time, whatever. So him and I are upstairs on the railing, like watching everyone have fun pretty much. And I look down and I see my friend in the crowd and Duke DeMont is on. So the lights are like, kind of like they're, they're shining and then they would go dark and shining and go dark. So you could kind of see him and then like, he disappears, see him and disappear. And he's like having the best time and he's just dancing like this. And then all of a sudden the lights start to shine and disappear. And as every time they would shine, there was a bigger group of gays just a bigger group of over. gays just taking over i swear by the time it was like 15 light shines more <laughs> there was a group of maybe a hundred plus gays like in this upper corner sean's on the outside terrified like, what do i do terrified do I do? he's no oh god i said his name i'm gonna have to like take it out but he's on that like in the middle like terrified 
and he's like, come pick look. me up. I'm yeah, scared. He's like, mom, come pick me up. I'm scared. Like looking up at us like, and like he's, I'll be right there. Yeah, stay there, sweetie. I'll be right there. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> but they're like taking their, ripping their shirts off and like aggressively making out with each other. And I'm like, get in there, get in there. Like, go have fun. Go, yeah. Like go have fun. But it's just, it was like the best thing ever. I was like, this is amazing. Like that's what I imagine like walking into like New York city for the oh, yeah. first time and just being like, fuck yeah. Like this is awesome. It I was, was just like so a kid fun. in a candy shop. I'm yeah. Like, like your eyes and everything like, with oh that. Oh my god! And like everything back then was just so new, right? Like seeing everything with fresh eyes, and like, like it's exciting and fun, and like New York itself just has the energy, like how like so much fun. Those were the days. Those were the days. Well, you still have. I mean, San Diego is no, fantastic. San Diego has a great gay community. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah, I'm excited to to celebrate this weekend, and we love our gays. We love our San Diego gays. Promote homosexuality. Yeah, promote <laughs> homosexuality. I put that bumper sticker on my refrigerator for Pride Month. I don't. I wonder what my roommates think Did about you? it. Yeah, they haven't said anything, but I'm sure internally they're probably like. <laughs> cringing at it but i'm like i don't know it's pride month oh whatever i didn't like actually put celebrate. it on the refrigerator it's just one by a magnet yeah figured for pride month no you should glue it on there no, it's super glue. <laughs> they try and take it off they're like this is going up. um yeah no this week gonna be fun well that's awesome i'm i'm you know i think the more people talk about it and the more people share their stories and the more community there is i mean now even so now i feel like the there is more of a community and especially with social media, like I think it's a double-edged sword. I think there are more people that have a platform to talk badly about it. But then I also think there's more people that have platforms for, you know, to, for support and um, to feel accepted. But yeah. there are still a lot of people, I think more so older generations of people who have hid themselves for years and now finally now finally are like okay i feel a little bit more comfortable in today's age to yeah. you know and it's transition. also just hard too because like you said there is a lot of support for our community from straight you right. know there yeah. you know we have so much support i think now more than ever it's just such a shame that the people that don't support us are just so vocal and just so loud and obnoxious about it. It yeah. just like, it, you know, it overshines all the good. It really does overshine like all the good positive well, it's like, it's like Yelp, support that it's we like do Yelp receive. Reviews, right. Yeah. It's like, who's getting online to be like, Oh, this was fantastic. This was a five out of five time, but it's most people who voice their opinions have, are angry or have something negative to say, or feel like they need to stand up and just, you know, be in a, an asshole with, yeah. with their, platform and those are the people you see and those because are the they're more vocal about it exactly. they're the ones that are caring about it and like exactly. have to post like multiple facebook statuses like in all caps or keep resharing and posting mm -hmm. things on instagram about yeah. like anti-gay whatever they're posting yeah they're the ones that are sharing and like keeping it alive like you know the common um a straight ally they're not posting on their instagram they're not making it their priority to like show their support yeah. In, the, in the nicest way possible. Not yeah. that, like, you know, it's just, that's just how it is. You're not going to, straight people aren't going to post, like, support gays, uh, like, every day. But, like, yeah. people who are so against it, they are going to post that kind of stuff every day. Yeah. So you are going to see more of that than you are the good things, unfortunately. Yeah. No, for sure. What would you say to, like, 
to, you know, maybe, I don't know, a listener who's, who has like a son or a daughter or somebody who's maybe going or transitioning or coming out, like as a support system, like what, what do you think was the, the best support or the best advice that you could give to a support system of like how to act or how to respond or how to be there for a friend? I mean, honestly, just support them in whatever they want to do. Like if your son is coming up to you and he wants to be in musical theater, let him do that. You know, if you have a daughter who is, wants to do things that are more traditionally masculine, Mm -hmm. let her do those things, you know, let your children be who they are and you should always be a source of comfort for your child. Like you should want your child to come home to you and tell you things and feel comfortable with you. You don't want them to hide things Mm -hmm. from you. And then it's just going to, it's going to create problems. Like, you know, even looking back now I can like name a handful of friends that I've had and they didn't support them. And like looking back, I'm like, okay, well it ruined their marriage. Their dad was an alcoholic. Their mom did this because, you know, they were just so ashamed of their kids. It's like, you really are going to ruin your life over not accepting your child. Like you're, if you're gay, you're gay. Right. You, you, you're not going to get electro. Um, you can't get electrotherapy. You can't go to like conversion camp. It's yeah. just not a thing. Yeah. If you're gay, you're gay. Your kid's going to be gay, whether you like it, support it or not. So you might as well just support it. Right. I mean, just in, embrace them. If your yeah. child is like happy, healthy, mm-hmm. why would you want anything less 1, than to see them happy? 1000%. Because all it's going to do in turn is just, it's going to ruin your own personal life. Yeah. If you're just letting that fester and, you are creating the problem by not supporting it. Yeah. I mean, and you think those are like, those are the most transformative years in a child's life too. So it's, you know, that little support goes a long fucking way for both you and your kid. You can't force them into things. Right. Like your children, like as much as parents want to think like their children are like their prodigies and you can mold them into like Mm -hmm. who you want it to be or who you never were. No, your, your child is, their own right. they can do what they want to do yeah like if they don't want to do something they're not going to do it yeah. just because you oh you had dreams of being a baseball star or mm-hmm. a softball star or a doctor or yeah. a lawyer mm-hmm. doesn't mean your kid does yeah yeah totally what would you say to the kids who don't have a support system i mean <sighs> finding a friend just honestly having one person who you can confide in Mm -hmm. will make all the difference yeah just and just knowing that it will get better yeah and like a personal outlet like again for me with the Britney Spears like that was my that sounds really silly but like when I would get made fun of or have like a rough day or I was just knowing that I could go home and listen to Britney Spears be like okay it's almost over like torture's almost over like it'll be fine once I'm home yeah yeah find something that brings you a little bit of joy and Yeah. And just like try your hardest to find at least one per, you know, I know yeah. it's hard, but like just try and find one person. Like I was, that's why I was friends with all the oddballs <laughs> in school. You know, I was friends with all the, and you the, still are. I was friends with all the misfits, oddballs, <laughs> Motley Crue. <laughs> I mean, oh, you got to find your people. Yeah. You got to, they're find, out there. Find your crazies. They are out there. Yeah. Everyone needs a crazy. And they need you as much as you need them. 1000 Believe it or not. Like, 1000 percent. you can be their source of comfort as well yes 
yes. I mean, everyone needs somebody, you know, and it's, it's okay not to be okay. And there are, there are support systems out there. And I'm sure there are like, there are communities, even if you, you know, online, I don't know of, I don't know if you know of any, but I'm sure there's online communities and, and support groups yeah, and stuff I mean, like that too. Now I'm sure like back then there really wasn't, I mean, yeah. there's, I'm sure back With then the there might, now. there might've been like AOL group chats, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was never a part of them, but I'm sure now with like TikTok and Instagram, there's definitely got to be like support groups for, for sure. like where you can find people that are going through similar experiences. What was, speaking of AIM, what was your, what was your AIM screen Oh name? my God. <laughs> what was it? Crazy Dill 92. <laughs> Oh my god. What was yours? Mine's bad. Mine's bad. What was it? It was I'm too. Oh my god. This is already bad. Cute. The number four, the letter U. I'm, I'm too, too cute, cute for you. Were you too cute for them? Mm, always. I'm still too cute for all y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was so bad. I used to want like when I was younger, I wanted um with like the little asterisks and the yeah. Oh yeah. Like on, on my, um, what was it called? The away message. Yeah. My away messages. Going to the mall. Yeah. Be back. Yeah. But I used to want like a Volkswagen Beetles, my first car. And I wanted to have a vanity license plate that said, I'm too cute for you. Oh my Could God. you fucking imagine? I, I mean, I don't want to, but I can. I, <laughs> I can. Like crazy deal. 92. Beep, beep. Get in, get in, loser. <laughs> get in, loser. We're going shopping. Oh my gosh. Well, I appreciate you being vulnerable and like talking about your story. And I think, you know, it is, like I said, to know you is to love you. And I just think you're such an awesome person and you exude confidence. And everyone could take a little bit of that confidence. And, and I think it could help some people. So, yeah. and, and like I, was, I said, it just, it always gets better. And yeah. I just, I had always, constantly reminded myself that it'll get better and it does with anything it does you know there's there's light at the end of the tunnel there's always it just and you were in control of (laughs) your situation yeah that was another thing i had to remind myself growing up i was like i'm in control like i can change the narrative i don't have to live there's a certain way i can get out of this town i can do whatever i want to do and you did look at you now thriving look at you now honey look at you now well, I figured we could end on a little a little game. You and I, when we were in Croatia, oh we were joking around the whole time because I actually think, you know where the gay or European came, comes from? Legally Blonde. Yeah. Okay. Of course you do. Duh. A lot of people <laughs> probably don't know that, that gay or European comes from <laughs> Legally Blonde, the musical. When she's like tapping her shoe and yeah. he's like, no, no, no. No, no. Yeah. Don't tap your. Don't stamp your last season Prada shoes at me, honey. And then she's like, oh, "Yeah, he's gay. He's gay. He's gay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Warner, what shoes am I wearing? Yeah. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> See. Uh, so we were joking around when we were in Europe the whole time because Europeans are just really well put together. Men are just really well put together, and so we'd be like, "Are they gay or European? Is it gay or European? Gay or European? I don't know." So I put some gay or Europeans together and I mean, they're just silly and most of them, you know, we'll see. So gay or European, the frames on his glasses are a bold color and match his outfit. Oh, gay. 
I think that's European. Do you? I think yeah. it's gay. I think it's gay and European. <laughs> I think it's a gay European. It could be both. It could be both. <laughs> Harry Styles. European. <laughs> I wish he was gay. I know. <laughs> I think he's a little gay. I think everybody is. I th- Honey Boo Boo was right. Yeah. Everybody's a little gay. I don't know. A gal with short hair and unshaven legs. European. European. <laughs> yes, European. I, did th- I had to like visualize it for yeah. a second. Um, smacking an ass in lieu of a hello. It's just like a bro thin, like a straight bro thin. That's straight. <laughs> yeah. I don't think European <laughs> men slap so each bad. other. Yeah, I don't think European <laughs> men slap each other on the ass. That was a plot twist. <laughs> um, immerse. Oh, European. Yeah. Two men hugging and kissing saying to say hello. European. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, okay. You have I, some? I have some. Oh, good. Okay. Gay European wearing Speedos. Oh, that's that's European. <laughs> And Australian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm getting a visual. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, gay or European, chain smoking cigs. European. <laughs> and you in yeah. Europe. <laughs> like, Shh. Yeah. I was on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, gay or European, wearing designer clothes. Both. Both. All right, fair. Yeah. Gay or European, being a wine snob. European. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so European. Yeah. Gays will drink anything. Yeah. <laughs> Give me this a box. Give me a box. Yeah. <laughs> All has the same effect. <laughs> uh, gay or European, going to a nightclub until 4 a.m. Gay. And European. <laughs> yeah. And European. European. They don't go out until like, until like midnight, one o'clock in Europe. Yeah, they don't start. I think I went way past my bedtime. Um, one last one. Gary European, drinking diet soda. Me, Emily. <laughs> Are you gay? <laughs> I don't know if I drink diet soda and that's gay, then I'm very gay. I love a Diet Coke. I love a Diet Coke. What would you consider that? European. No, they don't have they don't have Diet Coke in Europe. They have Coke Zero. They have Coke Zero. I don't like Coke Zero. It's not the same. I see, I like both. I've become I'm becoming that's more so gay of, of you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've been becoming more of a Coke Zero guy. Uh, why? Because you just spent two weeks in Europe, so now you're a Coke Zero. I don't guy. know. It just has like the original flavor of Coke. I feel like I love the flavor. I mean, I love I love both. I love I like Diet Coke and Coke Zero. Yeah, I like love the flavor of a Diet Coke. I'm like obsessed with Diet Coke. It's kind of it's my it's my thing. I used to drink in college um, Diet Dr Peppers. Did you? I would take my Adderall, have my Diet Dr <laughs> Pepper, and I'd go study at the library. Ugh, oh my god. Yeah, I used to be a Diet Dr. Pepper girl. You. I do love a crispy Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Dr. P. Dr. P. Little Dr. P. No, I'm a Diet Coke girl through and through. Anywho, well, this was fun. Yeah, this was great. This was great. I'm sure we'll have some stories to follow up on next week after this weekend. Emily's first Pride experience. Emily's first Pride. I'm going to whoop it up. Whoop it up. I'm going to be Ramona Singer. <laughs> it's turtle time. It's, I'm a, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a mix of Ramona, a little bit of Dorinda, <laughs> and a little Tamara Judge. God. Hopefully no Vicky Gumbelson. Vicky Gumbelson. Oh, God. Nobody, yeah, nobody has time for that. But um, we'll have a good time. I'm super excited. So we literally just <laughs> ended a podcast completely. I, I did the whole stay kind, stay jovial, stay sexy. And Dylan just said, wait. Wait. 
we have to go back. No, because I wanted, I almost told you this while I was eating my Chipotle when I first got over here. And then you were like, save it for the podcast. We can't talk. So I was like, oh, oh, okay. You're right. You're right. Okay. So, and I don't know where this is coming from. This is like probably like almost like the 10th one I've gotten in the past two weeks. I keep getting emails from Donald Trump's campaign. What? Dylan, as one of President Trump's most loyal supporters, we couldn't possibly <laughs> imagine our donor wall plaque without your name etched within. I keep getting all of these Donald Trump emails, like saying thank you for your donation. So I think somebody like donated and, and like in your name in my name to like play a prank on me. <laughs> and I don't know who the fuck would do that. Wait. And I keep getting all these emails from Trump. Saying like, thank you for your support. We need money. We need more of this. Thanks to donors like you, we can take back this country. I'm like, what? I never donated. You're just like, make America gay again. I'm like, what? <laughs> like know? who? Like under what? Like how no. did this happen? <laughs> who do you think would have done that? Somebody must have. It's, like, it's emails, actually kind of funny. It if is. Anyone, I mean, that is if a good If anyone prank. actually thought to I mean, like, like purposely my name, like, do Dylan, that. Thank you. Like. Somebody Dylan, has, as one of President Trump's most loyal supporters, we couldn't possibly imagine our donor plaque wall with your name. This is the most ridiculous. I thing know. I've ever I seen. think somebody is like playing. Like somebody had to like play a joke knows on the me. true significance of America's first move rests with you. I mean, you are the reason we hold such a commanding <laughs> lead in the primary state, Dylan. Yeah. You. I think it's just like you know what I bet you it's a. Um, I bet you it's just a, a like a fake I don't email know I mean, trying no. to get money. Not getting any. I bet me. you it's a scam. This you is think? a scam. But look, I'll, I keep getting all of them. Have you clicked on it? Let me see. I don't want to click on it because what oh, if it just God. it'll take? I bet you it's a scam and they're trying to take all of your information, like your. You, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I, I, I fucking can't. Oh my god! But if somebody did purposefully make that a prank, I mean, I it's really think it's it actually is. really funny. But I I think it's a scam. Look, I keep you know, all the like. How many have you gotten? Patriot, as I've said all along, Unsubs it was a sabotage. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Please do not email me again. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But I'm getting you a Make America Great Again t-shirt. I'll burn it. Dylan Dylan Meyer is <laughs> is keen to make America great again. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's really funny. Um I if it is a prank, kudos to whoever did that because it's absolutely hilarious. I think it's a prank because it's addressing me by name. Who would have done that? Because like, like emails like that have to um yeah, but I got like a database. I've gotten scam emails, but that's how they get you. How many you texting calls do you get with? They're like Emily, do 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 do. Click on this for you know which one I've gotten recently is um oh god, what I keep getting. First of all, I get text messages from random numbers all the time. One of them was like, "Hey, girlfriend, I picked up a nice bottle of wine and was hoping we could drink it together later." You're like, what's the address? Do you want to hang out? Like, oh my way. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's the first time it's ever gotten me. But then I'll get I got um an, a text from USPS saying that click on here because your address was wrong. I've gotten for that delivery. one before, and I've gotten like the one from. And Amazon, I literally like. had just dropped off two packages packages at USPS, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like 
maybe I did. Maybe yeah, it was like, the wrong address. And I was like, no, this would have been more of a, like a legit text if it was. I also the other day went to USPS because I had to drop off a package and I go in to drop it off. He goes, ma'am, this is for UPS. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fuck, fuck. It was like Monday break. <laughs> oh my God. Chaos. Okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> my dog is barking and it is time to go. I, enough. Who's there? No, don't egg him on. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald, get him. <laughs> get his ass. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, before it gets any more chaotic, stay kind, stay jovial, like, subscribe, stay with your, or share with your friends, share with your gays, share with your lovers. We love you. TTFN. Bye. Bye.